previously on Live at 605. One, two, three. The Jer- bit. Oh! Wait, you said Jersey Shore? I did. Oh, my. <laughs> For the first time. It's been demoted. I, but I put an arrow. It's like interchangeable. <laughs> Here, so first time in the last seven years of doing this podcast. Yes. Ever since Jersey Shore Family Vacation came back. Yeah. It's been your number one show. So much so that I've been terrified to call it anything but my number one show. Until today. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a beautiful downtown Toronto. This is episode six, season 23 of Live at 605. We're at the halfway point. We're at the halfway point. And I am Val Gomez. And it's your boy, John, over here. And I just realized. What's that? You know how Snooki Mm -hmm. is in the opening credits. Yes. Of our podcast. Yes. Uh, Did I not just make my first purchase from the Snooki shop? The, the Snooky Shop, you just got a package from Seaside Heights. Yes. Can you tell people what you did or do, do, do they have no, to wait? You got to wait. So that's probably going to be the season finale, I would think, I would, would be the so. story that we're building. Well, that's pretty good because last week I interacted, I slid into the to the situation's DMs and he slid back <laughs> into my DMs. And now this week you're just getting I'm, packages from Snooky. It was outstanding. I was so excited. It came way faster than I thought it would. It did, it did. So I'm very excited. Uh, we won't tell everyone what that's for just yet, but it's an ep- it's going to be an epic story that we have for the probably the finale. Absolutely. But staying on the Jersey Shore vibe, Ooh. this episode yes. also has a oh. Jersey Shore castmate in it as well. That we met in person. Yes. And that's almost a uh, teaser, that horn you just <laughs> heard right there. That's right. But I, are you loving being back? I feel like we have stories for days now. Yeah, like, it's like you said, we've already told some crazy stories. Last week was awesome. It was our best of 2023. Mm-hmm. So we gave all of our uh, recommendations of favorite music, TV, movies, <laughs> concerts. So check that out if you haven't listened to this in order. And what I love about that episode, too, is like... I. I always said to you, because this year has been so much fun and it's such a blur. I'm like, what the fuck did we watch I know. at the beginning of the year? And I'm like, oh my God, there's like, obviously I remember our concerts, but I was like, what albums have I listened to that are new this year? But there's so yeah, many, there's good, so many. many good ones, yeah. um, which was outstanding. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you're just jumping in now, go back and check out all the previous five episodes of the season because they're outstanding. Yeah. And if you go to our word, word, WordPress, just go to Google, type in live 605 WordPress. Mm-hmm. You'll see our full list of our best of 2023. So you can check all that shit out. Awesome. And if you want to get in contact with us on socials, but also see pictures and reels um, mm-hmm. from this episode and previous ones, you can check out on my Instagram. It's Val Gomez 23. And you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Malencamp. And then TikTok, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stop promoting Facebook. <laughs> Just search Live at 605 and all of those. And really, it's Instagram's the main one. Maybe some more TikToks. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I'm going to post to Facebook anymore. It's just just ain't worth it. It's not our demo anymore. No. So, so mm. I was going to say, yes. this episode is insanely action-packed. Yes. And there was a brief moment where you were in and or out of coming to it. So this mm. whole episode is about Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> really? Yes. So are you telling me that we spent a weekend in Las Vegas? Yes. And, wow. uh, and, you're, much- and you're able to tell stories? Some <laughs> week? I thought what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. I mean, but some of it may. But, that's uh, true. We might not tell all the stories. We might not tell all the stories. But um, let's, let's rewind a little. Yep. So it is our dear friend of the podcast, Miranda's mm. uh, birthday. Yes. And, you know, similar to Ferris, I would say probably like for our New York episode. That's right. Three months prior, she was kind of toying with the idea of like, I want to go to Vegas. She had never been to Vegas. Okay. Um, Have before. you been to Vegas? <laughs> I went to Vegas in my early ish 20s yes and i did vegas right i will say i went with three of the friends ferris being one of them yeah lorky who you're still friends with toya dear friend of the podcast yes and it was insane (laughs) yeah i think we were up straight for 72 hours and i literally landed back in toronto 
No, actually, it was your birthday. And then we went straight yeah. to the airport. We were at a, a, there was like 20 of us went to a Blue Jays baseball game. Got annihilated. And then you woke up at like four in the morning for a 6 a.m. flight. <laughs> and went straight to Vegas. Straight to Vegas. And then on the way home from partying in Vegas, I went straight to work. That's right. And while you're in Vegas, didn't you meet a celebrity? That time? Yeah. Oh, from 227? Oh, and Manny Machado from... <laughs> Manny Machado's a baseball... Oh, that's a baseball fan. Manny from Modern Family. <laughs> when he was actually like the little guy. Yeah, the little guy. That's um, funny. That was awesome Anyways. from Modern Family. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Did you meet someone from the show 227? So in old... And I told you the story when we went back, but in old Vegas, we went through like... It was like hilarious to me. And so we went into this area of like this casino and it was like... You know, it just smelt like cigarettes, regret, and like Ask the play. 1980s, if you will. Sure. And so when I was younger um, at my parents' house, my older brothers would watch things like Different Strokes, so I loved it. Sure. 227, which I loved, All in the Family, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so 227 had this aunt who used to like sit on the stoop and basically make fun of people. And I shit you not, I turned to my left and I'm like, holy fuck, that's the aunt from 227. Really? And she acknowledged me. Oh, damn. But then kind of did a nod. And then I went the other way. And it was kind of weird because she was gone. Like, I'm like, did I fabricate this? It's such Whoa. a distinct memory and smell. I, be I, I believe you. And now that I think of it. That was on the same Vegas trip. That I saw Manny Machado? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But now that I think of it, I think it might be the same casino that I rescued that girl who cut her oh my foot God, in I this about year. That. Uh, probably. Yeah, that was so old 50, Vegas. Yeah, 15 years later, I returned to the scene of the crime. Wow. This this is, we went to Vegas. Again, we're going to back up, but just for context, we flew down Friday and came back Monday, right? Yeah. And we, again, I think we did Vegas right. We got lots of good stories. Totally. But maybe set everything yeah, I'm gonna up. I'm going to set it up still. So, okay, so just... Backing up again, Miranda wanted to go to Vegas for her birthday um, and she kind of put it out to like all of the friends and it was like, no pressure. Whoever wants to come can come. We're going to stay at the Palazzo, um, you know, kind of pay your own way. There's certain things she wants to do so you can check in um, and do that for sure. Yeah. And or do your own thing. Miranda's like super chill with that shit. For sure. So. I was like, 100% I'm in. Like, it's one of our best friends. It's one of my best friends for like 25 years. Obviously, I'm rolling with it. Yeah. You were a little on the fence. Only because her, well, her and I, our birthdays like a, are like a week apart. But early May, unfortunately, where you kind of get screwed because your birthday is like Christmas time mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, May is a very busy time for me for work things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we aren't able to take time mm -hmm. off just because we have big projects. So it's kind of... I was kind of in wait and see mode about where I would be work wise mm -hmm. and stuff. And also I'm like, yeah, it, like we had just gone to New York mm -hmm. and Montreal <laughs> and uh, Paris, Ontario. Um, yes. And so I was just like, okay, you know, Vegas, mm -hmm. I just financially, I wasn't sure where I was at, you know, just cause we had done some really, really big trips already. Totally. So, uh, but then uh, I said, screw it. And I went, to yeah, Vegas with, with your, you. Happy with your decision? Obviously. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so as soon as John was like, he's in, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. Cause obviously I love doing any kind of new adventure with John, but I also feel like at some point in your life, you need to do Vegas. Yeah. Um, so the cool thing was it was John and me, uh, Alistair, Kat out of our friends, Chris and Becca, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Miranda, um, and then Rachel and some other of Miranda's work friends, which was yeah. great. So we were really excited. I had just, I think you'll hear it on an episode. It's like, I just came back essentially from right. Winnipeg. That'll be next week's That'll episode. That'll be next week. So I basically flew back from Winnipeg, kind of got my shit together and then like packed up the other way. Two completely different climates, like climates, temperature wise. Like just experiences and so i was like okay we're doing this and so we started to kind of build a loose itinerary because you and i as discussed today are planners yeah. in a way whereas i'm like i kind of like to know like what is ahead of me but i like kind of dicking around and wandering as right, well right. so as long as you have your like credit card and your passport i feel like you're good so well, what were the things you wanted to do while you were there well uh, I definitely wanted to like 
gamble. Obviously, that's a pretty mm-hmm. easy uh, response. But then I wanted to look up shows because, like, obviously, like, I almost wish we went to Vegas now because there's obviously there's that U uh, two Spear oh, show which yeah. looks unbelievable. But I was like, you know what? Let me look up and see. As mentioned, should I say what our big attraction was that yeah, I found? Yeah, go for it. So I don't know if you guys are regular listeners, but if you are, then you know Jersey Shore is life to us. <laughs> yeah. And Snoopy and Polly D and all of them are just uh, the Amazing. best. So I'm like, you know what? Polly D lives in Vegas and he always DJs. He's actually DJing mm-hmm. in Toronto next Saturday. Whoa. But he's playing at Rebel or whatever, which we don't I need to go to. I have to fly out to Vancouver. I know. You're going to miss Polly D. Maybe <laughs> so, I'll go see him. Yeah. But anyways, I'm like, you know what I want to do is I want to go see DJ Polly D DJ a rooftop pool party. Totally. And just so happens that he was DJing a rooftop party pool party in Vegas the weekend we were there. So I'm like, I want to do that. That was my number one thing. Absolutely. The other thing we were toying with the idea. Yes. It was in the era coming off of last year's Super Bowl. Yeah. And obviously we love Dre. We love Snoop. And we're like laughing at 50 Cent. Yeah. But 50 Cent was playing Dre's, Dre's nightclub. On Miranda's actual birthday. Yeah. And what is 50 Cent's biggest song? It's your birthday. In the club. In the club. <laughs> So, and he was performing at a club called Dre's, mm-hmm. which we always, uh, has a Jersey Shore connection. Polly D has a re- mm-hmm. had a residency there. So I think we were at Chris's and Becca's house for uh, a dinner party yeah. and we were kind of looking up things. I'm like, wait, wait a second, guys, 50 Cent is playing Dre's on like, Miranda's birthday. I like two in the morning. I'm like, should we do this? And I feel like you and I went hundred percent like lock it in. Well, 50 Cent, he, uh, he has one absolute classic album which is his first one get richard die Cl- try and that's mm-hmm. a classic everything after that is kind of sus and mid but he does have hits for days i'll give him that he's got about 10 hit songs and to be fair we didn't know it started at 2 a.m we thought it was like 11 well, the thing that i learned about vegas is if something says it starts at 10 whether that's 10 a.m or p.m <laughs> it actually starts at 3 so either 3 p.m or 3 a.m so so yes. that was one thing we wanted to do. Some of the friends were toying with going to like the Grand Canyon, but yeah. obviously we had already gone a few, not like obviously to the whole Grand Canyon, yeah, yeah. but we had gone and because you hadn't been to Vegas, we were like, we kind of want to like explore the strip and do all these different things. Yeah. We also wanted to um, go to old Vegas. Yeah. That was part of it. See a Cirque show. Cirque show. We wanted to do some like very good restaurants because obviously that is what it's also known for. It's like really like... Um, like famous yeah. chefs do a lot of stuff out there. I wanted there. to be pool party poppy and just lounge by <laughs> one of some pools and stuff. Absolutely. And then I think those were kind of like the main things we wanted yeah, I to think do. The main thing for me was definitely go to the Poly D show and then mm-hmm. just like experience Vegas. Like, like you said, go down the strip, see old Vegas uh, and go gamble and stuff like that. So that was just like, I just want to be there. I just want to take it in. Okay. So... We fly out. All of us are like almost on similar flights or coming in at yeah, like similar yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. We get to the Palazzo and I will say like. Oh, you're like skipping over a bunch of things. What happened? Well, we for the first time, I mean, we'll make this quick. It's not the most exciting thing, but we're like the week we were going to Vegas, we got an email saying that our little town, our little community here, they were repaving oh. all the um, oh, driveway. Yeah. So we had to figure out what to do with our car because it was going to happen. Sully. So we decided to do something that we'd never done before, which is drive and park at the airport. Yeah. Which, well, after you ditch your car in Manhattan, what is leaving <laughs> it at a Toronto airport? Well, that one, that one I felt better because it was gated and caged <laughs> yeah. up. So we ended up driving. I think our flight was super early, like mm-hmm. eight in the morning. So mm-hmm. we early drove to the airport like five in the morning it's fine i actually enjoyed that yeah i'm just like i took like 12 pictures to remember where we parked the car because it was like <laughs> this huge huge parking line and then i think that was it then we got to the airport and we had mm-hmm. no issues kind of going through security whatever and the flight was fairly seamless although our flight home oh we'll God. talk about that later so yeah go ahead sorry so i was gonna say oh, sorry okay. no but even before the airport remember when we drove from the airport to the hotel we saw like one of the most amazing buildings, I thought. Oh, yeah. Which was, Fast forward. Yeah, sorry. Because uh, you were just jumping into the hotel, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we, we were driving from the airport to the hotel and we saw... Oop, my phone is going off just uh, with Siri. And we saw this awesome uh, building, which mm-hmm. ended up being the Las Vegas mm-hmm. NFL football team totally. stadium, which was just like like solid black uh, chrome look. It was just it unbelievable. Was insane. And it also looks so futuristic. And I think obviously I would hope most listeners, you know what kind of like 
Vegas is. It's like everything's over the top. Everything yeah. is giant. There's like innovative architecture. And so when we're driving, it's like desert, desert, desert. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, boom, this giant sphere chrome thing with Hell like yeah. video monitors all yeah. over it. Yeah, and yeah. it just looks so badass. Um, so that was like super cool. The thing was when we rolled up to the hotel. So when I went the first time, the four of us girls stayed at the MGM grand, which to me was like outstanding, like whatever. But like, let's remember, I just came from Winnipeg staying at the holiday inn, which turned into a homeless shelter the next day. So then when we got to the Palazzo, I actually genuinely didn't know what I booked for us. And so John and I got into the room, which was basically, basically larger than our house oh, and yeah. apartment Hell yeah. that we had so much. So it had stairs down to a living room. Yeah. Right. And like all the, like it was, it had like three TVs in it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm like, what is happening? Did I book the presidential suite for yeah. this hotel? So I literally texted Miranda to be like, do you guys also have right. this like bougie ass room? Like, did I make a fucking mistake? So anyway, it was one, it was so fucking hot. Yes. Yeah. The hotel was gorgeous. Giant. It was like, I didn't know what to expect. It was like mm-hmm. a resort hotel. Like there yeah. was five star restaurants in the hotel. It was yeah. amazing. And so you and I kind of just like ditched our shit. I think we slept for a bit. Yeah. Cause we, we got there and the time difference and we didn't really eat mm-hmm. much. So I think I was feeling real sleepy. Like we got a quick lunch ourselves yeah. and I'm like, I oh, see the pass out. out for like two hours. Um. So then we did. And then we, you and I went and dicked on the strip and like walked around and like hung out and it was like super gorgeous like not a cloud in the sky no and the thing that we were doing that night was checking in for our first dinner Mm. because the girls and al were going to chippendales not chippendales no 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 what the fuck is it called it's uh not the down under uh oh magic Uh, mike magic mike show you you were thinking chippendales because that's for vinny but vinny if if vinny was at Strippendales, I would have gone with that too. Oh, 100. Gone to that with so you. So we first went to, um, we rallied with the friends. It was so nice to just see everybody because it was kind of that same feeling when we all went to like Provence for yeah. Lil's wedding and then we all randomly met in Rome together. Yeah. It was like, why well, are we Well, we met everyone here? basically at the restaurant, right? So again, you're in a different country and you're just like, oh, there's all our, our friends and stuff, which was so cool. So we ended up going to the guy who says, bam, that uh, chef. Emerald Lagasse's. Yeah, restaurant. Mm. And so... I feel like this is, it was awesome because I felt like me, you, Chris, and Becca were at one side of the table and just shooting the shit and ordering such random food. Right. But how was your steak? This was like a white tablecloth, bougie cocktail, leather seat kind of steakhouse. Oh, uh, it was by far the best steak I've ever had in my life. Hands hands down, without a question. It was insane. It was insane. It reminded me of that time when we were way too young to go into this one (laughs) steak shop, our steak restaurant in Chicago with the Christmas tree. Oh, I thought you were going to say the time we went to Ruth Chris's as well. Oh, even that time. Like, John and I had no money. We had no business being in, like, we showed up in shorts. Yeah, you were saying today you want to go to Harbor 60 for a steak, (laughs) which if you're not from Toronto, that's a real fancy steak place. So let's do it. And so, like, why not? I love a good steak. And so we, like, this was outstanding. All the food was amazing, but the the steak specifically Mm. was, like, yeah, I can pinpoint it as the best steak I've had in my entire life. I think that in general, like the food in Vegas is something to be desired. Like, or sorry, that's the, that's a thing to say. It's not. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it is like something that you should desire. It's actually like a lot of really famed restaurants, really amazing chefs, like, um, what you call it? Like Giada has a one, right? Obviously. What's that guy who always gets angry? Oh, uh, Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen Kitchen and stuff. So we were trying to like wine and dine everywhere. Yeah. So after dinner, um, the whole thing was we were going to Magic Mike. Yeah. At about like 11 or 10 o'clock or something that night. So which was like two o'clock art, like Eastern time. And you're like, yeah, I remember we woke up at about four or so in the morning, I think. Right. So what I, okay, let me, let me just put it there. I've never been to a strip club. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily a strip club. No, but I've also never, this is, how do I say this? I never even watched Magic Mike. You've never seen a man shirtless before. <laughs> There's always time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yo, I'm going to take one for the team. This just seems hilarious. So it's based off of the movie, right? Yeah. So, which is basically like a guy 
stripper? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah. I don't know what the movie's about. It's, I guess, I assume it's about I, him being a stripper. Yeah, I think so. Just like him yeah. and a bunch of guys are like exotic dancers and shit. Totally. So the thing, I was so excited. Okay, we got there. We came a little late, but we were right. on the second, on the balcony. And essentially what I love about it was this was basically Miranda's like, like yeah. prize thing for her birthday. Okay. She looked like she was glowing because it was so funny. Yeah. And so that just made me so happy. So I ended up buying like champagne for the table. Champagne poppy. Champagne poppy. Let me just say again, super fun group. I was like possibly the only one drinking, yeah. but you need to remember that we had two bottles of champagne because okay. one comes in mm. into a story later. So, <laughs> so it, essentially like pony comes on oh, damn there's like a female stripper anthem. stripper anthem um there's like a female host conductor who's like oh i just need someone to get me off or something what the I, don't know. Hell? I don't know i don't know what it was but each of the stripper people had different like personas so like one guy's like i'm the starving artist and another one's like i'm the poet one guy was like a drummer one was like a construction worker and so it was like their choreography like if you're looking at my yeah. boomerang was some were better better than others but they were all jacked some were yeah. like good looking right in like to me right um but i would say i think the funniest things actually the coolest things were like the Cirque du Soleil performers. Like that was cool. And Magic Mike. And Magic Mike. And then they would be like going around. And so like predominantly the crowd is like females, bachelorette parties. But then there's some like choice seniors who okay. are like really getting off to this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. This is insane. I cannot imagine being like 60 plus and having like a sweaty man in well, his like 20s grinding oh, okay. on you i was gonna say in your in his 20s well if, like 30 years from now i can do that if you like for you when i'm <laughs> 60 something um the other part was no diggity which is oh. now an anthem for us we're gonna watch that video with the little marionette puppet you got it this one guy did like the starving artist guy was like doing an acapella version of it like he was singing he was singing it. and, and i was, was like he? ew so cringe but anyway, people were like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah, it was like such a fun experience. I would say I drank probably a bottle of champagne to nice. myself with Al. So like that was great. And Layla. And so then the show got over at like midnight. Yeah. Um, and I was so hyped because I was like, I got my second win. Yeah. So I was like, what were you doing while we were at? Um, Magic Mike. I went back and took another nap because it was, again, it was like 11 o'clock, but that's like two o'clock our time. And yeah. then uh, Chris and I decided to meet in the uh, casino and do mm -hmm. some gambling. So it was fun to watch him. He's a, he's a good card player. So we went around, did some different tables. Mm -hmm. He's doing like blackjack and he's a lot like you were obviously just people like to be around him. So we'd sit at a table and I wasn't playing because I'm not I'm not really a cards guy, but then anyone who sat next to him, he like became like best friends with, which was <laughs> hilarious. And so he was kind of teaching me and even he was even showing some of the people at the table like, oh, yeah, like, here's what I would do this or that. Mm -hmm. So it was like spent a couple hours doing that. And then once the show, the Magic Mike show ended, some people came back to the casino. So like Alistair and mm -hmm. Brandon. So we all kind of did some gambling as well. But mm -hmm. I ended up staying in the uh, casino till about probably two or so in the morning gambling because mm -hmm. I was waiting for you to come back. <laughs> So what did you do after the so show? So I was obviously living my best life in Vegas and I'm like, fuck this noise. I want to go party. Sure. If I'm in Vegas, like I want to drink, I want to dance. And to be fair, like the group that came are our friends, but they're also like, some of them are like, they're not our closest friends, but they're also not our, what I consider our party friends. Okay. Right. However, Layla, who I met 10 years prior, mm. was with us. And so she was also one. She knew Vegas really well. She had been there for a few days. I was like, I still want to go dancing, but I don't want to go to something douchey kind right. of thing. And so we're like, let's go to old Vegas again. It's also Cinco de Mayo. Nice. And so at this point, you hadn't gone, but it was like midnight. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. So we went to Cinco de Mayo and it was hilarious because it's in the underground of old Vegas. So they have the like 
um, like screened in like overhang. And so you have no sense of what time it is. Yeah. And there are like four bands playing. There's like fucking people on stilts going, like drinks flowing. There's like concerts being like announced randomly on top of you. And so I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I fucking love it here. Like I'm living my best life dancing to Pitbull. Yeah. What kind of music was it? Oh, it was crazy. It was all like Latin kind of right. Right. Makes sense. Kind of Miami hits Vegas kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so I'm like, I, I am, I'm living my best life. And I'm like, I have yeah. no idea what time it is. Okay. So then an hour, I think we spend an hour there and then I'm like, oh man, now I just feel like going to dance to like chill music. Yeah. Right. So then we found this other dance club, right. That literally was made for our group of friends. We went in and it was all like alternative nineties, eighties anthems, like two thousands kind of more like obviously like more alternative indie rock stuff. Fucking got like four drinks there and we were just like dancing again and living our best life. They had like certain, I'm trying to see, I feel like I took a picture of it, but I can't remember what video it was, but they had like, the old school video monitors going right, yeah, in there. Yeah. And I was like watching like really funny music videos. So I think we stayed there till two 30 or so. Yeah. Then I was like, let's go back to old Vegas, right. Yeah. Into like the tunnel part of the thing and like walk around. Yeah. And that's where I saved a girl's foot. Damn it. I don't, John. I didn't, I didn't have it. I was, ah, so it's sorry. About- John, you, you failed. You failed. You failed. So it's about 2.15, 2.30 at this point. And we're walking back and Layla's like, I need some water. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need some too. And I'm like, I also need to go to the bathroom. So then, again, I think it's the casino, 227 casino. Yeah. And so I walk in and this like very Southern woman's like, oh, hey, darling, watch mm. your foot. Right. And I was like, what? And so there is a girl who's like drunk out of her fucking mind and has a shard of glass in her foot. Are you kidding me? There is blood everywhere. Is there like paramedics there attending to her? There is no paramedics. There's just the like woman for the bathroom, me, her flailing out of a stall, right? And another girl who's just like washing her hands. And so I was like, "Uh, can you get some towels and like a bottle of water and we can like try and like put this on her foot. Like mm. we're obviously not going to like get the glass out, but I no. just remember being like, this is a moment where John would say, don't do anything where I thought well, maybe I should do something. No, don't not, don't do anything, but do stuff within reason. Like, like you said, don't I maybe mean, pull the shard of glass out of her foot, but make <laughs> sure there's a paramedic or someone to yeah. attend to her or something like that. So I stayed in there just to wait till some EMT came. And then Layla was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, this chick's like bleeding all oh over the God. floor. So I was just like hanging out with her so she wouldn't like pass the fuck out. Did she not have any friends with her? Did Nobody they like stayed. abandon her? Let's just say when I've been wasted in a bathroom, my friend stayed with me That's so much so yeah. they all jumped in a stall with me there and carried go. me out of the Ma- Madison. There you go. That's what you got to do. Okay. So then it's about three or three thirty at this point, And mm. I text you saying like, I'm coming back. Yes. But I'm hungry. Yes. So yes. then we go to the CVS attached to the Palazzo and all I can figure out how to get are white tiny donuts. And yes. Gatorade, I think. Yes. Because yeah. we in Vegas, you need to have like resources in your hotel room. Yeah. At this point, like you said, it's what, 3, 3.30 in the morning, which is like 6.30 our time. And we've been up for about 25 hours. <laughs> and I just felt like the old person in the casino, like chain smoking and drinking, like <laughs> playing my slot machines, waiting for you to come home. Because I didn't want you to like come back. I'm like, do you want me to meet you outside? Cause it's, I mean, I know it's Vegas is a bit different. Like yeah. four in the morning, There's it's like going to be busy. Kids outside. But I know. But uh, we got back and then I was like, I'm dead to the world. Like, let's just go to sleep after eating like 10 mini donuts. Um, those donuts were fire though. Those donuts were fire. Okay. So that was day one, 24 hour party. Yep. Next day we had DJ Pauly D. So... We bought tickets, yes. you and I. Becca bought a ticket. Yes. And then Chris bought a last minute ticket. Yes. Okay. So we were like, we 
read on the ticket. It's like starts at 11 or something. Yeah, right? 11, 11 a.m. So I go, okay, an afternoon pool party makes sense because Polly D does like evening shows and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, I want to go to a pool party that he's DJing. Have you ever been to a pool party before? Yeah. Have, Have you? you? A pool, like a regular pool no, party. No, like a, like a I fucking. Mean, like, no, I thought you meant like a friend's backyard. No, yeah. like a fucking like rager a party. Rager? No, probably not. Okay. Have you? No. And like, are we pool party people now? Oh, or hell only yeah. In, only in Vegas. Maybe only in Vegas, but I was about that life. I was about that life. Okay, so here's the thing. There's certain things where like, we're about that life, but we don't understand that yeah, life. We don't, we don't, yeah, <laughs> we don't belong to that life. We do not belong. We are far too conservative and like not in the scene yeah. to get the life. So we obviously, because we're abiding by the ticket information, show up to the Cosmopolitan yeah. with Chris and Becca yeah. at like 10, 10 30 or something. Yeah. Cause the show is like 11. 11. Okay. Yeah. Chris forgets his like ID. Well, no, he, I think he had his health card, which has your birthday, but not his life license. driver's license. So he had to go back. They wouldn't let him in. They were they, serious. They were serious about this. And also it was like a 20 year old kid being like the bouncer. Awkward. And so Chris is awesome because he'll be like, come on. And it's like, Chris, so I know. You want, like, I was like, Chris. he's going to talk his way into this. Yeah. I, I could see, but no, they were, they, they were adamant that 20 year old, not letting mm. Chris in. So Chris had to go back to the hotel, yeah. our hotel. And then me, Becca and John stayed there. And so we were like, oh, this is amazing. Let's go upstairs to the pool. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to start soon. Yeah. Obviously, that is not how Vegas works. No. To John's no, point, no, no. if it says two, they really mean like five. Yeah. Right. And so we got up there and I'm like, oh, where can we go? That's like our seat or like, yeah. where do we hang? Where do we put our stuff? I didn't realize you had to buy a fucking cabana at a pool party. Well, you could, uh, that I knew because everything you have to pay for. So I think, I didn't think I, they were like $2,000. And all the cabanas, well, all the cabanas were, were empty. No, I think there were more. I think they're like $11,000. Some of them were 11,000. Some yeah. of the smaller seating areas were like 2000. <laughs> and so I said, if we had like 10 friends to yeah. do this, I can see it being an investment. I don't feel like getting us a $2,000 cabana. <laughs> So we obviously sat on the ledge of a planter <laughs> with yes. our stuff. <laughs> yes, we did. And so this begins the timing of John buying Becca and oh I drinks. So, so so what 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 was like the first drink you guys wanted? Like just I just I think I got a mimosa. So I went and got two mimosas and a Corona, <laughs> and the total was one hundred and ten dollars, <laughs> and my Corona was four dollars. So I'll just leave it at that. So, and I think I got you guys a couple mimosas yeah. and stuff, <laughs> and I constantly was. Getting getting coronas so and we kept them on our planter yes which was great but it was so dj paul d was not the first dj there there was maybe two or yeah. three djs prior to him but that music was absolutely banger after banger a hundred percent you're on a fucking rooftop in vegas it was like yeah. a crazy ass party and so like Everyone is like just having fun. Everyone's drinking, listening to like great hip hop dance music. Mm -hmm. It was like quality, like old school kind of like hip hop too. And so some new stuff as well. They threw threw in some ice spice and lotto and everything. Totally. And so like full on dancing and whatever. Chris finally came back, which was amazing. Becca and I and you went into the pool. Yeah, we went in several times, I said I thought. A hundred percent. And you know there was like somebody's accountant twerking on the left. Oh there my was God. like your economist yeah. on the left. I've never seen so much twerking in my life and, and everything, but it was just such a fun atmosphere. Like no like everyone was just having a great time drinking and dancing mm-hmm. and swimming and, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so I I, I love being in the water yeah. with a drink in my hand. Yeah, there you so go to my Instagram mm-hmm. and I have a video from Vegas. It recaps everything. Mm-hmm. We'll post some pictures, obviously, on the 605. But go to my Instagram and you'll see a video I put together. And some of it's from that pool party. But that was like, that was probably the highlight of my weekend. It was definitely. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> so we had been there for possibly like three hours at this point. Yeah, we were. It was a long. It was uh, a long wait. Well, we, we didn't all, know what Vegas was about yet. And also at that time, the NHL playoffs were happening. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. We're in like the final round. Oh yeah, we to, were gonna buy last minute tickets. We were gonna go potentially go to a game that day. Yeah. And the game was at like five o'clock or something, and we're like, oh, it was uh. like three thirty, and Pauly D hadn't come out yet. So we're like, can't really do Vegas. We gotta stay for Pauly D. So then, finally, we hear the announce: Pauly D is yeah. coming. Buddy. 
he was like at this point because we were dancing at the planter across the pool mm. and he was behind the pool yeah it, it was like 20 feet away yeah maybe more well, like 50 well no like you said we we at first we started on the other yeah, end but, of the area so yeah it's like maybe 50 60 feet feet away whatever but you mm. could see him and I'm like, what's the crowd going to be like? Are they going to be into them or do they, do they not care? Oh, my God. <laughs> People were going absolutely apeshit for Polly D. And we eventually, as the show went on, we mm-hmm. just kind of w- kept working our way up more and more closer. And by the end of it, we were like 10 feet away from them, right? And it was like so much fun because everything is just like all of us were dancing, the four of us. Yeah. We're fucking living life. The light show is crazy. Yeah. He's just like a good, and we've never really gone to see a DJ before. So we're like, what, like for yeah. as much of, for as many concerts you and I have gone to, yeah. I would say with the exception of festivals, yeah. we haven't purchased tickets to go see a DJ. No. So we're like, what What happens? Whose music is he playing? Yeah, I'm like, is he going to be playing just like weird dance <laughs> music? But... So what as an overall as a DJ, what do you what did you think of oh, Polly D? It. it was it was literally like the party just kept going. I I genuinely was like, now I understand why people just want to go to like pool parties because you're in the sun, you're dancing, the drinks are flowing, and it's just a good vibe. And so I was so excited, especially because to your point, we're actively watching Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, I just saw him on TV last yeah. week for Jersey Day. This is again, someone 15 years ago in 2009 that we fell in love with this show and these people and they bring us so much happiness. Yeah. So to see him just having a good time and playing like he, yeah. oh my God, some of those pictures of how close you were are so fun. He played everything from hip hop to dance to like uh, Latin and just like a diverse Cuban music, palette of music yeah. and just kept the crowd going. And it was so I, I was better than I thought it was going to be. So we were there for about five and a half hours. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then we were so hungry. Yeah, that's right. So at about five, we went into the Cosmopolitan, into yeah. their food court. Yeah. And then went and got like the world's largest grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, yeah, that's right. right? Um, yeah. Which were delicious. But I think we were so like Becca and Chris had already left yeah. at this point. And so we were like, oh, this is outstanding. But then what we didn't realize was about an hour and a half later, we were supposed to meet everyone for dinner at Yardbird. That's right. <laughs> So I just, that's basically the Jersey Shore story, but there is one last Jersey Shore, Las Vegas story that we should quickly tell. In life, just like comedy, comedy is all about timing. And so is life. And if we went to Las Vegas one week, seven days later, who would we have seen at the Polly D show? Sammy Sweetheart. And one week later, who was staying in our exact hotel, the exact same wing of who was staying there? Sammy Sweetheart. So we were off by one week missing Sammy Sweetheart at the Polly D show. Crazy. And also in our hotel because we follow her on Instagram. And I showed you, I'm like, this chick is at the Polly D show and she's in our hotel. So we. It was bananas. But that's all right. We got to uh, see DJ Polly D and hopefully one day we'll see Sammy Sweetheart in person. We'll see. So that night, uh, rallied with the squad again yeah. at this amazing like soul food, I would say Southern restaurant mm-hmm. called Yardbird. Yep. And remember the biscuits? Oh, those biscuits those were bi- fire. Chef. I fucking ordered those biscuits for us and they were like outstanding. However, we were so full. I know because we had that and it wasn't just a regular grilled cheese. You mean because of what we ate earlier? Yeah. And it wasn't just a regular grilled cheese. It was like. No, it was uh, like a pimped out with like braised short rib inside and like a chutney and like fries and like hell yeah yeah um but yeah we got like so much good food again and everybody had like an amazing time but later that night at about 9 30 10 we were gonna walk to the bellagio to see the fountain oh that's and then, right uh go, go to cirque sir that's i forgot we did that that night yeah so you like because obviously like in oceans 11 and like mainly like a ton of Vegas shows, they sh- like movies rather, they show the big Bellagio fountain that are like orchestrated to like music or whatever. And it's like a, a spectacle. Did mm-hmm. you like it? Was it like crazy? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was funny. I like it's kind of cheesy too. No, no, it was cool. It was like a, uh, uh, f- like flames and fire and say it was mm-hmm. hot, but no, I thought it was cool. I remember, yeah. I think it's in like the hangover and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like, I thought it was awesome. I took it. 
this is how you know if it's good or not. I took an Insta story of it. So Whoa. yeah, it was worthy of my Insta of an Insta story. So I thought it was cool. What about you? I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Um, I always just think like, you know how I roll. I always just want an experience and I tend to wander. So right. that kind of stuff is just funny and yeah. or fun to me. Yeah. So the crew wanted to go see a Cirque show and the one that was available was called like Water. I think Wonder. it was O. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you know what it was about? No, of course not. Did so, you? No, we just rolled with it. So we went to, I think, the Caesar's Palace or was it so. in Bellagio? I can't yeah, remember. I don't where remember it was. either. One, one of those nice places. Oh, it says so. the Bellagio in All my right, photo. Okay. Um, so we went there. I remember sitting beside some very noisy people. Yes. Um, and it was kind of like only murders in the building where some of the stage was actually a pool. Yeah, it was pretty insane. It was a crazy stage setup, and they were doing some death-defying acts. And I'm like, they're like Olympians. That's what I was, I was thinking. Like, I guarantee you, some of these people have to be like former Olympians or something because they were doing high dives and synchronized swimming, and it was, it was outstanding. I thought it was so much fun. I loved it. I absolutely loved it as well. Except one of the things, because so when I went in my twenties to Vegas with the girls. We went because I wanted to go see the Beatles performance at the Mirage, um, mm. the Cirque show called Love. Mm -hmm. And that one I understood, like, because I knew the music. I knew, like, even if I didn't understand the story, the music kept me going. Mm -hmm. This one, I felt a little ignorant because I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> I think you're in the majority of that one. I did not understand either. I mean, yeah. I think some people were faking like, oh, I get it. It's like this guy's journey from like uh, Africa yeah. to like Southeast Asia or yeah, something. Yeah. And then it was just like, I just remember like some triplets doing like contortionist stuff. Yeah. And then it was like the water hole. And like, I don't know. I didn't know what was happening no. from a storyline. But the acrobatics were outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, didn't you and I... No, wait. We didn't go to the ice cream place. No, that, that was, was the next day. That was the next day. So then... So the next... That was... And then I think we all went back and probably did some gambling yeah, and some hanging out Because I got stuff. really obsessed with Blackjack and... What's that um, other one? Uh, cra not craps. Ah, God what, Roulette. Ru yeah, roulette. Yeah. Yeah. So you were doing some gambling and stuff. And then the next day... We decide, which was Sunday, we're like, let's go do some, like, we kind of did our own thing. That's when everyone was going to the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah, so... So I think we went for a really nice big breakfast in the morning, right? Ooh, yeah. We found, uh, I'm like, I wanted to do just like a classic greasy spoon totally. big breakfast. And I forget what the place was called, but... It was good because there was a lineup to get in. So that's how you know a place is good, right? No, and it was like what, touted one of the best like that's right. breakfast diners. I think I Googled in, like best pancakes yeah. in Vegas or something. So it was delicious and the people are so nice and everything. And then from there, I think I wanted to take you to Fremont. So old Vegas. Yeah. Um, cause you had obviously never been and obviously I frequent there, um, the last yeah, two days. Right. Um, so we went to Fremont street and so that's where it's like old Vegas, the overhang, the golden cowboy, nugget. the golden nugget yeah. and everything. What did you think when you went there? I'm more of a fan of new Vegas, <laughs> but no, it was like, again, old Vegas reminds me of like Vegas vacation and mm. stuff like that. So we got there and like you said, I, it was cool to be in that area like mm -hmm. that main strip and stuff and mm -hmm. walk through there and see the different performers mm -hmm. and it was hot as balls <laughs> but i i quite enjoyed that we went to like a old-timey casino mm -hmm. and gambled a little bit in there to to get a drink and get out of the sun mm -hmm. and i thought I, it was i wanted to do it i don't know i would definitely go back there i yeah. think to your point like oh you gotta come back at nighttime like yeah. how you were there but i thought it was really really uh in interesting experience absolutely and so for those of you guys who have also seen national lampoon's vegas vacation yes. um there's obviously like different hot spots with like nick papa giorgio goes yeah, and like plays right. everywhere and like they go through fremont they go to like um what you want to call it uh, the strip with like the little white wedding chapel yeah as do they do in jersey shore so i said to john i'm like i want to take you to the little white wedding chapel and so I, and this, like, it's almost like you, cause you and Ferris are a brother, sister, mm. literally what happened with Ferris 20 years prior, almost. I think I was the better. same thing that happened with you 20 years in the future. So, again, if you know me, here's one of the big differences between us when we travel. You're white and I'm not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. No, the biggest difference is when, we, and neither one of us is right or wrong. Is when, <laughs> when we go and travel places, I like to look up every single place we're going to, how we get there, what the surrounding areas are like, mm-hmm. everything. You don't look up anything. You're just like, I want to go here. And again, none of us, neither one of us is right or wrong. So you're like, let's walk from the strip of old Vegas to uh, the little white chapel. And I'm like, wish I researched this, but sure, let's do it. It's about a 30 minute walk. Which we're used to walking. So yeah, like, I mean, that's- I don't know if we're used to walking in like 50 degree weather. No. And so like. I think this is the thing. I also don't mind wandering, but this is probably how John keeps me safe um, and not dead. So we walk and it is like peak heat mm-hmm. and it gets a little, not dicey. It's just, oh, it's, it's real dicey. Okay. It gets somewhat dicey in the area. It's it pretty the, dicey. But the infrastructure is not the same. That's well, the difference. Also because we're walking and then it's like, you go from old Vegas where there's a million people to like three blocks <laughs> later. That's just us. And like Hobo Steve or something walking down the street. And you're just like, oh, it's pretty dicey right now. Certain areas. Certain areas are a little dicey. So we're walking down the sidewalk. And this is like my favorite thing ever. So like John and I are walking and you're always really good. Because if you see some like strange activity, you'll always put me on the outside. And so you're beside the strange activity. This guy comes up to us and he's like, hey, can you guys give me or he's like, do you have any money? And right, then we're yeah. like, oh, no, sorry, sir. Um, and he's like, come on, just give me some money. And then, and then, we're it, like, then I was like, no, sorry, you don't have any. And then what did he say to me? He's like, he called me a Republican. <laughs> I was like, come on, give me some money. I'm like, he's no, like, we don't have any. He's like, Republican. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell goes on in Vegas right now? I fucking loved it. Because I was like, he was a person of color like me. And so wow. spoken like a true rich white guy, John. God, rich white guy. I'm just <laughs> trying to get to the little white chapel and I got nothing against nobody, but I am, I am no Republican, sir. <laughs> yeah. So I just love it. I was like, yo, I'm so here for this. So anyway, we finally make it to the little white wedding chapel and there is actually a wedding going yeah, on. Yeah, we there- actually saw a wedding. Taking place. Taking place. There was a bridesmaid walking down the street. There was like the family rolling up in like an old Cadillac in like the driveway and mm-hmm. stuff. And so it was, it, I love that kind of stuff. Again, like I probably wouldn't go there at night unless we were all together for an experience, right. but it was so much fun to walk there. And when we were there 20 years prior, Ferris looked like a target, like walking down the street and with her like little Gucci bag and like another homeless guy basically called her a Republican. <laughs> so I just love how similar brother and sister are. So from there, and then we, but the white chapel, that was a fun experience. That was cool. That's mm-hmm. obviously very, very famous. And then we took a cab back to our hotel and the cab ride was like, Five minutes. Like, like, yo, we, we almost, we should, we almost might as well just walk this whole way. We literally basically could have walked from old Vegas back to new Vegas. Um, and then we went poolside. Yeah, we, just, we went poolside. Yeah. We just ended up kicking it at one of the pools and having like beer and smoothies and things and like reading. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, which was super fun just to like hang out. And because that, our, that was our last like full day there, one of the things I think it was your what you wanted to do was you want to go to the sugar factory, right? Yeah. Which is like a, a really famous ice cream and dessert place you go to, right? Totally. So we made reservations for that for after dinner as yeah. a, like our bon voyage. Totally. And so what I love about, so like John and I obviously can like shoot the shit about, as we do on this podcast, shoot the shit about anything. But like, it was so nice. Like one of the things I'll always remember you saying, especially because we don't have them in Toronto, more over Ontario, um, are palm trees. Mm, right? I love, love palm trees, love my favorite. Love a good palm tree, to, just to see it. And so like at the Palazzo, like there's so many pools, but it's like encased in palm trees, which are really nice. And I think for us, it was like, I don't know. It just felt like, oh man, can't we just stay here for another fucking day? Palm trees like equals vacation mode to me. Yeah. So, and we don't have palm trees here in Toronto. So I just always have loved them. And yeah. Well, I think it's also like all the vacations we had taken thus far for over a year were not tropical. No, your New York's, your Montreal's, your right? Chicago, your Winnipeggers. <laughs> yeah. So that night I was like, okay, I want 
I want some good food again. Mm. We were trying to get into Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. We could not. No go. That, that place no is dice. fucking booked for the next year. Yeah. So I told Al and Kat that John and I were going to go to the Aria mm-hmm. to go get Spanish food. I love me some good Spanish food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you you love Spanish paellas and Hell things. Yeah. So we went to the Aria um casino which was again like super modern like you just like walk into the lobbies and like the actual like art installations or the lighting is so fierce we went and literally ordered everything almost off the menu the the funny thing about this restaurant in comparison to every other one we went to i think we ordered the most food but it was the cheapest because I remember yeah. saying we were like so surprised about the bill yeah, 100%. at the end. And like if you cumulatively add up all the things we did in Vegas, we could have probably gone and like summered in Europe for like <laughs> three weeks. Yes. Um, just because of how much money we ended up dropping. Yeah. But it was so nice to hang with Al and Kat. Mm-hmm. Great time. Eat really amazing like food. And then we were still a little full, but to your point, we made um, a reservation at the Sugar Factory, which is like a dessert shop on steroids that is like open 24 hours um, and is featured in multiple shows that we watch. Um, And so we were like, we got to go there because it looks so cute. Yeah. Um, And so we went at about 10 30 11 mm-hmm. and got the world's largest sunday <laughs> with cookies oh my god and like i don't really have a sweet tooth you no do. that's me that's more me for sure so but like it was delicious and i genuinely were like i wish we brought all the other friends out kind of well like yeah they, i know they didn't come out because we stayed out another well, couple hours yeah, after and they, they were coming back they were still at the grand canyon or coming mm-hmm. back so that was yeah for sure that that was I mean, I'm getting hungry just thinking about that bad boy right now. I want it. Totally. But it was like such a fun hang. I, um, I get, we gambled again that night, but if you want to go back to the original night with the second bottle of champagne, we were Mm. all cleaning up our rooms and I asked Becca to take the second bottle of champagne from magic Mike and keep it in her room. Because I felt like, again, these aren't really like the party party friends, like they're partiers, but they're, they're not like Mm. we're getting belligerent Republicans. We're Republicans. Um, and so I was like, Oh, maybe we'll drink the second bottle of champagne together as like a pre hang before we go do stuff. That never happened, but Becca was like cleaning up the bathroom to like go, um, like pack everything up and then accidentally slipped in the bathroom and shattered the bottle of champagne and it ended up like cutting her legs open. And so then Chris is like, had to stay up there while the EMT people came and like bandaged her up. And so I felt so fucking bad. I know. Um, She's fine. And obviously Becca would never like hold it against me for being like, take the bottle. But she came down like an hour later and then she won a bunch of money at the casino. Yeah, that's true. She she was, yeah, she She cleaned up. She cleaned up. Um, So that was good. Chris taught me how to play blackjack. Mm -hmm. And once I understood, I was making some money that I lost it all. Yeah, I mean, we had a fun time. It's not like we went bankrupt. I think the key to gambling is go in being like, mm-hmm. I'm willing to lose $400. And then if you lose $400, you got to be done. But if you're not willing to lose $500 and you lose $500, then we got we got an issue. We got a situation. You might have a gambling problem. I think you like to gamble. I but do. Like I said, you you went in and you were willing to lose an amount of money and but also it was like hour it wasn't like in five minutes like ah fuck I'm done. No, yeah. You we spent some hours and we had a good time and it was fun to watch you. Everyone got behind you and rallied. So it was mm-hmm. a good time. It was really cool. Absolutely loved it. And then I think this was the thing. Like we our flight the next day was at like noon or something. Yeah, and we were all basically on the exact same flight home, right? Which was amazing. But my favorite moment at the airport oh, is John God. getting stopped at the digital gate. <sighs> we'll they post that rec- picture. They couldn't recognize you, but it's just so sad because it's like scanning your like face yeah. against your passport. And then the sign is like not a match. And you just got like held up for so long rachel and miranda won a ton of money at the airport casino um and then yeah we just kind of like all dicked around and then picked up our car from the airport whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you're forgetting what our flight home what happened you're (gasps) forgetting the flight home. yeah the guy who got sick 
Yeah, you're forgetting this crazy flight story. So Jesus. I'm, I'm going to rewind a little bit and just an innocent story that didn't mean anything. But when Until I'm on, it did. Yeah. Most usually when you're in flights, you don't 90 percent of the people you don't unless you're sitting next to them, you don't really remember them or whatever. But I remember on the flight going to Vegas, I went to the washroom. There was a bit of a traffic jam. Like a bunch whoa, of people whoa, were in whoa, line. Whoa. What? Pause. Yes. Do you have any rituals for going on flights? Like are like things that no. you nothing? No. At all. So you just like roll up onto a flight and you're like ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? No, I prefer like there are certain things I like. I like an aisle seat or yeah. a window seat and I prefer sitting on the left really? hand side. You don't side. prefer a middle seat? <laughs> That's a madness. story for a different day. Mm. Um, and then I, I don't know what it is. I'm superstitious. I always prefer sitting on the left hand side of a plane. I'm not superstitious. Just a, a little, little suspicious. <laughs> and then I always take note of who is sitting around me and what they look like. Them. I have to fight them. And then also how close am I to the exit? Then that's it. Okay. Those are my rituals. Yeah, I don't have any of those. Okay. So. But yeah, I went to the washroom and there was a guy like right behind me kind of waiting and he was a very pleasant, bit of an older guy. Not even that old, just older than us, like yeah. maybe 50s? 50s. And he was just one of those guys when someone would come out and it was tough for people to get by he would make a joke and mm -hmm. everyone laughed man oh, this guy's a fun guy and so i remembered what he looked like mm -hmm. fast forward to our flight home and mm -hmm. we're all boarding the plane and i noticed him he's sitting uh, across from us one row up on the right hand on the side. right hand side i'm like oh i recognize this guy he flew up with us and that's all i i didn't think of anything yeah. other than that and so he had what we assume is his like partner his wife um mm -hmm. they seem like a lovely couple yeah okay and so we're kind of like... So we're taking... We're starting to pull off of yeah, the airport. Taxiing. taxiing. We're driving to about to take off. And we've been taxiing for maybe a minute or two. And then all of a sudden you heard... Well, everyone heard a, a scream, yeah. right? And this person... What did they scream? They're like, he needs water. He yeah. needs water. Help, help, yeah. help. Right? Someone just started screaming. <laughs> like, he needs water. He needs mm -hmm. water. And so you jump into action. And because they're basically right in front of us, you're like, I have water. I have water. We don't mm -hmm. know what's happening. Yeah. And you pass it. And they give it to him mm -hmm. and the flight attendant runs up and basically she, the woman's like, he's passing out. He's passed out. He's mm -hmm. passed out. He needs help. Right. Yeah. So then I felt so bad for the partner because it felt like that moment of like, you just don't like you're in a public setting. You don't yeah. know what the hell is going on. It's like, everything is like high stress. You're like embarrassed, but like, self, like all of the things. And so he seemed like they're like, is anyone a doctor on the flight? Like all of the stuff just started happening. Yeah. And so I think his name was Josh. He was definitely in his like fifties. I remember yeah. now this is all coming back to me. Kind of looked uh, like a younger version of our dentist, yeah, I'd say. Goldberg. Goldberg. Um, and so they were basically saying, I think he he had like heat stroke. Yeah. And then like something with Miss, like mixed with his medication or something. Something like, yeah. So he was like very pale. His his the color left his skin real quick and he was kind of coming in and out of consciousness. Like mm -hmm. we could see it. Cause again, he was kind of across from us. It was pretty scary to see, right? It was pretty scary. They brought the fire department on yeah. the flight. And yeah. then like the partner just like kept apologizing yeah. for holding up the flight. And we were like, nobody, Oh my yeah, God, no. nobody cares. No. Right. And so I think it was that it was like something like his like anxiety medication yeah. with his heat stroke with like blood pressure, blood maybe. pressure was like all yeah. Wonky. So they actually had to exit the plane. Yeah. So I think by the time we. Because then they had to remove their bags. Everything. And it was, it was close to a couple hours delayed yeah. being on the flight and stuff. So. The pilot was like very apologetic. And I think everyone in that moment is like so accepting. Yeah, like, everyone under, understands like this guy was in trouble. And like, could you imagine if we had just taken off that happened? We would have had to turn oh around. Like it would have been even more dangerous. So I think he got off on his own. Like, like he was able to walk he off He was himself. able to walk off. But uh, it was just scary. I'd never been, had an experience like that on no. a flight. You? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I've had some like pretty weird plane moments, but not, no, not an injury. But other than that, flew back to Toronto, mm -hmm. got to the car, mm -hmm. still there in one piece. We did not see 50 cent. Did not see 50 cent. <laughs> Overall, I'm it's super happy I came. It was a great trip. You conquered the Vegas. Conquered the Vegas. You got to do Vegas. Oh, also one thing we did while we were there is 
I'm like, I really want to watch the Vegas episode of Entourage. Oh, yeah. So one night at like three in the morning, we watched the Vegas episode of awesome. Entourage, which was awesome. So that was super fun. <laughs> but I loved it. I had a great time. And how about you? Is that the one where like, um, yeah, Seth, like Seth uh, Green is Seth like, Green. Uh, yeah. hey, tell Sloan I say what's up. Yeah, tell, tell Sloan I said what up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it's Vinny Chase and the Chasers. Yeah. Um, it's one of the best episodes of television ever. Ever. Um, I was going to say, so would you do like a lot of friends when we got back who didn't come there? Like, would you do Vegas again? I, it's not like, oh, I want to go there every year. If a good group, like, I don't think I would go back just you and I, unless it was to go see like a U2 concert. Mm -hmm. If there was a bunch of friends going, I would be like, yeah, let's do it. But I mean, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I wouldn't go back just you and I, the exception being something like the U2 show. John thinks show. I'm not fun. Well, no, you, I just you think, heard it here. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah, you know what you aren't. Aren't you're not adventurous, fun, <laughs> yeah. wanting to do things. So, what about you? Yeah, I feel the same way. I think. <laughs> so what? I'm not fun. John's not fun, guys. Uh, no, no, no. So I feel like it's exactly that. If we went back again, I would definitely want to go back for like somebody's birthday or like an event or something. I don't think you and I are like, let's hang out on the strip people. Like, I no. think we're very much more like adventure, like do some stuff, go see things. But yeah. like, if it was like a long weekend and there were like checkpoints in mm -hmm. it with the party friends, mm -hmm. I could see it because I think that's the thing. Like, I wish you came dancing with yeah. us and like stayed I had fun out. gambling that night though. I know you did, but I, like, I want to have those experiences with you. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. It's, I think it's more like, yeah, like if the other side of the squad or like we combine the squads like we're doing for my birthday. Right. If that was a thing. Oh, man, I should have rented a house in Vegas for oh, birthday. I think you're going to be just fine. I'll make it a mini Vegas. Oh, boy. Anyway, well, but we, Vegas was awesome. Happy birthday, Miranda. Mm -hmm. Happy early birthday to John. Yeah. It was four days of fun. Yeah, so we are right at it. So we got to wrap this baby up. But I believe next week we're going to be talking about my birthday, Winnipeg. We also saw M83. Yes. We saw Indigo D'Souza. Indigo D'Souza. Had some parties. Had some parties and another great time. Yeah. So uh, I think for the band of the week this week, we <laughs> want to do Larry June, who we talked a lot about last, last week. Last week. Oh, last, last week's yeah. episode yeah. or last year on <laughs> the best of. He definitely made our best yeah. of list. And uh, I just wanted to tell just a really quick story. I don't know if I told it last week or not, but basically I was a fan of Larry June. And he had just put out Who's this. Larry June? You have to context. Sorry, Larry June. He sounds like a polka singer, but yeah. he's actually a, a rapper from, I think, San Francisco. And he's just laid back raps. Like mm -hmm. think of the most laid back mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg. And that's what he is. It's no hype. It's no. He just does like luxury raps. Fucking kills it every time. But. <laughs> He teamed up with The Alchemist, who's a legendary producer, and they put out this album called The Great Escape. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not going to steer you wrong for music. Like, I'm not going to no. play you a little... I'm not going to play you Little Boat 2, the album by <laughs> Little Yachty, but I'm going to play Let's Start Here by Little Yachty because I know you'll like it. Mm -hmm. So one day you were making dinner, and I was like, there's this new album by this rapper named Larry June. He's on that one song he liked with Jay Worthy, yeah. the um, Good Job, Larry. Good, good Job, Larry. And so I'm like, I think you're going to like this. It's mm -hmm. just very chill. And you're like, all right, whatever. And then mm -hmm. I put it on, and we were you were making dinner, and you're like, oh, can you run to the corner store? Literally a two-minute walk, mm -hmm. pick up whatever, and come back. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I go, come back less than five minutes later. You've stopped cooking. <laughs> you're sitting in the chair, vibing out to the music. And I'm like, is everything okay? And you're just like, I love this album. <laughs> I'm like, love this album. You listen to a song and a half, and no, you're like, it was this outstanding. Is... So, what do you think of Larry June? I fucking and... love him. I actually remember after that, um, new friend of the podcast, Aaron, who you hear about in the Winnipeg one, but then also Lou, who you know from the podcast as well. I literally ran into work to tell Lou about this album, told Aaron about this album, and I think I was like, yeah, man. Even the Apple Music, it's like the driving right. of the car is so yeah. fucking yeah, fierce. I know. Yeah, I yeah exactly. I we'll fucking love it. You're driving a boat, not a car. Oh damn, lugs. So, so we were thinking again. We talked about this song and this mm -hmm. album last week on the best of, but mm -hmm. we might as well play it. So the song we both love the most. It's called '89 Earthquake. Mm -hmm. It's from the Great Escape album. Yeah. Should we just get into it? Let's do it. So this is '89 Earthquake by Larry June. 
June and The Alchemist. <laughs> Good job, Larry. Good job, Larry. <laughs> so all the ways to get in contact with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok.com slash live at 605. And then follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm Val Gomez 23. And you can check out my you can check out my Instagram feed uh, for all series going off. Ah! <laughs> There we go. Saboteur. Saboteur. Uh, you can check out my Instagram feed on my um, one of my posts and like the reels from Vegas. Check it out. We've done some really cool shit. Would love to hear from you. That, that's it. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Good job, Larry. Tell it how it is, man. Living how I live, man. Rose gold peace just to compliment the drip, man. Stay up on your toes, dog. Make sure the money's straight. From the city of the fall, 89 earthquake was happening. Man, check. From the city of the fall, 89 earthquake was happening, Numbers. Good this that go hard, never quit. Flow so adequate. Figured I'd sell the shit. I ain't with the settling. Had to get my mind right. I cut off the petty shit. I don't feel right throwing ones. Nigga, this realism. Nigga trying to block my shine. Nigga, I still get it. Really came from that cloth. Nigga, I'm built it. I ain't taking no days off. I need meal tickets. Please, no shoes in my loft. I'm not a dirty nigga. Drink a juice in the morning, calculator, huh? What else? Niggas wonder how I did it, I came from the slum. What else? Had to put my grind in it, I ain't stopped for nothing. Put my thoughts on these tracks, show them how it's done. Numbers, check, man. Put my thoughts on these tracks, show them how it's done. Was hey, 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 hey. You know what I'm saying? I got love for everybody, man. So quit hating on me, man. This shit pointless, man.